Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. little leisure suit Larry intro. You guys ready? And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from Pittsburgh studio number one, it's Cold War Radio. Here's your host, Hutch Bailey Jr. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's time once again, hump day uh, in the great republic. Welcome and thank you for choosing Cold War Radio. Go to coldwarradio.net where you can become a Cold War Radio patron and help support 
the Tunnels to Towers Foundation at the same time. If you're listening to the podcast, consider tuning in live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. I know everybody can't do that, uh, especially our international listeners who I'd really like to hear from. Uh, give us a note. Send us a note at SCRTV at live.com. Uh, you can also write to Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 10433370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. Please share the show on social media. Give us a fair review on whatever platform you're listening to, and you are listening to this show on a plethora of platforms out there. As I said, it's hump day. That means one thing. Good evening, Hutch, my fellow double-secret probation dark maga loyalists. Coming to you live in a living color from the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the doctor's in. All right, all right. What's going on? Dr. Ward Miller from the other side of the Monongahela River. Plethora is such an awesome word. <laughs> it, it, I, I, the plethora of places you can listen to this show. It's just, that's just wonderful. I just love that word, the plethora. I was going to say, man, I impressed you. Yes, that's very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Plethora. So- so we got a we got an email from Rob uh, W out in California uh, concerned about an article he saw on TikTok. It, it kind of concerns me too, but it's one of those things that I'm not walking around with a gas mask all my life. So if they get me, they just get me. But he, he's concerned, and I am too, uh, with these monsters like Bill Gates uh, spraying the mRNA like from the from planes and whatnot, like the, what, what was that stuff called? The, uh, M trials. Yeah. Them, them. So that's, uh, yeah, Rob, I'm worried about it too. I mean, I, uh, that's again, no, that's one of those things that I can't do anything about it. So, you know, it's just, like, all right. I mean, if people are that evil, you got to pray to God that, uh, good cherishes over e- good triumphs over evil, I guess. I don't know how else to go at that one. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to, to say something. I've never really uh, put any of these articles on the show, and I probably should have. Um, but the Gateway Pundit is constantly putting out stories about individual political prisoners in the D.C. and, and nationwide gulags uh, put there by the Gestapo. And... uh they usually have a way for you to help them in their legal defenses and things like that. I heard something today, Ward, that uh, the, the the articles were – we've got a couple long ones, and I can only put so many of those in there, and it's hard to, it's hard to try to extract something from one of these deep, long articles. But it basically uh, said that they're recycling the jurors – in the J six cases. And I, and I, I remember saying this at the beginning that the trials of all those January sixers were just a, a pregame show, a practice for what they're doing to Trump right now. And they're recycling the same jury. They got juries to convict these people. They got people that are stupid enough or partisan enough to go through with this Nazi stuff. 
and they're holding on to them because there's not that many people like that. And I, I hope, yeah. I hope justice is served. I hope they find out. I don't know. You know, at, at times you just get so frustrated with all this, this stuff, you know, it, it's, uh, it's hard to do. It gets overwhelming. Yeah, it does. It does. And, it, it and that's, does. And that's hard to, uh, especially at our, in our position. Cause to do this show, we have to do this. We have to get in this, in, into this stuff. You know, I want to read a quick email that, uh, cause it, I swear it's, I, I feel this way. Um, this is an email to Sundance at the conservative Treehouse, And I think I've said things to this effect before, but this person, uh, articulates it pretty well. Uh, and Sundance says, I get it. Truly, I understand the important part is the last element noted. Do not give power to the dark imaginings. Pray to the source of the only pure truth. Live your best life boldly. Resolve yourself to lead, protect with great intensity. Stand firm against all of it in any measure of your capability. And then it has a picture of a beach that says no dogs beyond this point. And there's a dog leaning up on the other side of this, of this signpost. It's awesome. Smile. Be relentlessly affirmed in your mental resolve. Remember, you control your thoughts and focus. Okay, here's the email. I wish I would have never found you. It's easier being in the dark. Whoever you are, man, your analysis regularly blows my mind. I'm unable to poke holes in anything you write. You make me feel smarter, but in fact, I'm simply better informed. Since Rush passed, you have provided the clearest vision, and I wish you had his reach. It's interesting to note that I'm not Christian, and I see it's a major source of your inspiration. To me, Christianity is bunk. This is not the part I agree with, but I'm just reading it. And historically, the church has been unkind to my people, to say the least. However, when those who use it as a spiritual guide to the path of righteousness, I have great respect. That's you, Sundance. Regardless of the path, we both seek the same destination, the truth. Every day, I read from your webpage. More and more often than not, I get upset and then have to calm myself so as not to disrupt my home. Few, boy, this is the truth right here. Few want to know what's really happening because it's too painful, too unbelievable. Because I read a tremendous amount of history books, I have too much perspective. I fear for the future, and I can't look away. This parallels the Bolshevik Mao revolutions in unsettling ways. I have 20 good years left if I'm lucky, and just trying to stumble to the finish. If 20 years ago someone had said that, an objectionable TV personality became our greatest president. That the previous administration would release a pandemic with the Chinese Communist Party to destroy him. That it fostered a social cultural revolution. The country would be trillions of dollars in debt. The elections would be rigged. That Washington would be effectively one party. That our border would be invaded by hordes of barbarians that our police would be neutered, that people who've never been slaves demand restitution from people who've never been slave owners, that our media would be complicit versus investigative, 
that basic social constructs such as gender would be abandoned, that a one-world government was the objective, that in spite of what people experience every day, they can be made to believe that the weather is killing them, that in spite of all this, people go about their lives as if nothing is wrong, that in spite of this, I'm living the best days of my life and I've never been happier. All of the above is true. None of it would have, I believed, 20 short years ago. Thank you for your insight. Be careful, Sundance. We can't have you meeting the same fate as Andrew Breitbart. Respect. Back to Sundance. When I say I get it, I mean in the deepest bone marrow, I understand. We are all in this together. Slowly at first, my friend, until suddenly all at once. When? When the silent ones can no longer tolerate their own silence. We see your great reset. We raise you a great awakening. I almost got tears in my eyes right now. That uh, that so outlines how I feel, and probably a lot of people in this audience, too. What do you think? I agree with you 100%. Uh, it, it, it's really, really heavy, know. you know, to, to, to try and just... All right. Well, what do you think about that? It's like, right. Well, right. I, I understand. Uh, yeah, I know. It took me a couple. <laughs> I put. Yeah, that I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah, it, you, yeah, you did. And I didn't even get to read along, so I'm like, oh wow. Uh, hmm. Like literally, no, the last fifteen it, minutes or twenty minutes, I saw it just just going, just wasting time before you know, and and I saw that I'm like, Jesus, that's me, man. You know, yeah, what I mean? even I, I mean, the point it, to the to calming down. My wife won't listen to this stuff. Oh God, no! You know, I mean, it, no, 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 no. But my, I, my wife is not a Doctor Ward Miller fan at all. Uh, <laughs> especially when I get going, because I'll, I'll leave after the show and and you know go into the bedroom and stuff, and she'll say, "How was the show?" And I'll start going off on whatever we were talking about, and she's like, "I don't want to hear it." Right. I, I just wanted to, you know, are, are you going to be able to go to sleep right now? Or are you just too wind up? And no, I'm going to go to sleep because I got to get up at five o'clock. In the morning, yeah. so. All right. So thank you, Sundance. I appreciate that. Um, I guess the main topic, uh, obviously, is the uh, state of the House of Representatives and surrounding bodies. And I just want to go over um, where we are because a lot of people – you know, don't realize that this has been 10 years in, in coming, uh, and it really has. Kevin McCarthy tells Republican caucus he will not seek the speakership again. According to multiple D.C. media sources, a quiet effort is underway by members of the professionally Republican mindset to kick Matt Gates out of the House Republican caucus. However, the advocates worry they will be primaried by voters in their district as the population of Republican voters supports gets. It's a duplicitous dynamic. Meanwhile, Kevin McCarthy has told his Republican conference that despite prior statements, he will not attempt to become the House Speaker again and will instead retire to his home district in California. No one is quite sure what comes next. What is clear is that Gates has channeled the frustration of the Republican MAGA base into an actionable result. Finally! This should come as a surprise to the GO should not come as a surprise to the GOPE, although many of the cloistered clan continue pretending 
not to understand the dynamic at play. Allow me to provide some simple clarity. In 2009, 72% of the country and an even larger percentage of Republican voters did not want Obamacare. The government takeover of health care was along purely ideological grounds. For the 2010 midterm election, the professional Republican apparatus campaigned on this single issue, repeal Obamacare. The voters destroyed the Democrats and flipped 67 seats to Republican control. The professional Republicans wanted the House. Frustrated American voters gave it to them. The Republicans did nothing. In 2012, the professional Republicans campaigned on retaining the House and asked to begin a process of taking down the Democrat control of the Senate. Remember, it was a 60-40 Senate when Obamacare boondoggle was begun. Keep the House, help us take Senate seats, and we we will repeal Obamacare and balance the budget. That was the call of the 2012 professional Republicans. The voters delivered. The GOPE kept the House, took six seats in the Senate, and introduced a wave of fresh Republican blood. The Republicans did nothing. In the 2014 midterm election, the professional Republicans campaigned on retaining the House and now flipping the Senate. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With more GOP seats, keep the House, give us the Senate majority, and we will repeal Obamacare and deliver a balanced budget. The voters again delivered. Beginning in January 2015, the Republicans controlled the House and the Senate majority for Obama's last two years. The Republicans did nothing. Worse still, even with professional Republican control of both chambers of Congress, President Obama never had to use his veto pen. In the 2016 election, after the professional Republicans could no longer stop block candidate Donald Trump, they said that if we get the White House, retain the House, and retain the Senate, we will re- repeal Obamacare, return regular budgetary order, and balance the budget. Stunningly, against all the odds, the voters yet again delivered. President Trump won the election. Republicans now held the ho- White House, the House, and the Senate as requested. The Republicans did nothing. Worse still, the professional Republicans acted as if they were the dog that just caught the car. They had no excuses, and as a result, they were on an exodus of retirements announced from the caucus of the professional, professionally Republican to begin in 2018. 
Simultaneously, the professional Republicans passively allowed the targeting of Donald Trump by a fully weaponized intelligence apparatus and justice system to commence. To say the professionally the professionally Republican were willing to blind or willfully blind would be polite and generally generously honest. In the background, the RNC did nothing. The California ballot harvesting operation of 2018 reflected a complete lack of action by the RNC or the California GOP. We all remember how the operation expanded nationwide in 2020, again with the RNC doing nothing. This is the reality of what took place between the elections of 2010 and 2020. Ask every professional Republican apparatus was delivered by the voters. Every ask of the voters in return was ignored. Effective January 2021, Obamacare still exists. No budget was ever produced. The borders were unsecured. The economy tanked due to Biden policy. Energy and printing presses. Crisis along the insufferable government mandates amplified and expanded from coast to coast. The Green New Deal was passed by Republicans and Democrats, and the collapse of the economy came with it. Clear enough? Suddenly, as if there was no background of repeated broken promises and a complete failure to deliver on any key request, Kevin McCarthy and his legion of professionally Republican supporters pretend they cannot fathom why the base voters are more than happy to support Matt Gates, Washington, D.C., Kevin McCarthy will not seek the speakership again, marking a devastating end to his time in GOP leadership. The California Republican informed his members behind closed doors Tuesday night that he will forsake another attempt to win the top job after his ouster on Tuesday, according to seven people familiar with the remarks. His announcement comes amid intense anger over his ouster by Representative Matt Gates of Florida and seven other GOP members who voted with House Democrats to eject him earlier Tuesday. Most Republicans vocally opposed his eviction. McCarthy told his conference that he would return to California to spend time with his family. In his stead, the House will be run by Representative Patrick McHenry, uh, Republican North Carolina, his hand-picked choice as acting speaker. House Republicans have no plan to return to session until next week, scrapping their plans to try and pass party-line spending bills. The vacancy on top, atop the House is set it is sure to set off a scramble among ambitious Republicans, one that is likely to get dirty and dragged out, particularly, particularly McCarthy's deputies try to ascend. The GOP agrees that the most obvious choices are Majority Leader Steve Scalise, Republican Louisiana, Haasman Majority Whip Robert Emmer, Republican Minnesota, and Conference Chair Elsie Stefaniak, Republican New York, all of whom have publicly backed McCarthy until he bowed out. I might have, I might have been given a bad break but I'm still the luckiest man alive, McCarthy said, according to multiple people in the room when he revealed he would not, as he had vowed, keep trying to stay speaker. 
Republicans are willing to admit one thing. No one knows what the coming days or weeks will bring. Battered conservatives, no more. So you've got uh, the whole entire apparatus of the Republican Party, including Paul Ryan's Fox News, that are just apoplectic about this. And, and, And they say that we worked with Democrats to do this. And I, and I would say the vote was, what, 216 to 206 or something like that? It wasn't, very, wasn't a very big spread. And all the people no. that voted to keep Joe Biden's spending plan going by supporting McCarthy, that's the problem. Yep. That's your problem right there. And I'm getting ready to play a series of things here of, of – One of the things about a time like this, this is a very valuable time for you to learn about people. When something like this happens, I'm getting ready to put some stuff out there. And I would also, I don't have anything on Jim Jordan. But I've been leery about Jim Jordan for a long time, too. And I'll tell you, there's an article at the Conservative Treehouse that puts together I don't know if you guys remember, but, and, and I guess it's important to understand something. Most people don't come into Congress crooked. Most people. I'm not talking about Santos, but most people. They get compromised when they get here. And there's a very good analysis of the timeline of Jim Jordan's ascension or descension Uh, from being a solid lawmaker from Ohio to being a mixture of Trey Gowdy and Adam Chaffetz. And it's interesting to watch the timeline. If you recall, they and and I don't know, I, I wasn't in this kind of mindset when this happened, but we had a Republican Speaker of the House after Newt Gingrich uh, named Hastert, Dennis Hastert. And Dennis Hastert was a wrestling coach before he was in Congress. And he got convicted of some homosexual, sexual, deviant, predatory behavior at his school. And they did the same thing to Jim Jordan, if you remember, shortly after he got into Congress. And they accused him of, of, of allowing this to happen when he was at Ohio State. He was a varsity good wrestler at Ohio State. And because he's so small and all of it went away. And all of a sudden, just go read the article for yourself. It's, I, I don't want to, if you're, if you have an objective mindset and you didn't fall in love with these people, it's going to make you look differently at Jim Jordan and maybe question some things as we go forward. Just, just a, a thought. Um, just like Trey Gowdy and, and Adam Chaffetz, and they both got TV shows now, and who knows. Uh, but he, he uh, apparently, I don't know what happened, and, and I, uh, I, I just, uh, I don't trust any of these people anymore. Um, so with that being said, uh, a lot of uh, you people probably love, uh, love's the wrong word, I'm not trying to offend anybody. A lot of people probably enjoy watching Chip Roy uh, go off. And I don't know if, if you saw this, but Chip Roy's mad as hell. He's a, a Ron DeSantis supporter, so he's not a not a Trump guy. Um, 
and he was for McCarthy the whole time. And now he's just madder than hell. Honestly, I'm losing interest, just collectively. And I'm about to just get thee to a nunnery. All right, this is a podcast host. He's coming up next. And just, you know, go full on Billy Graham. And you all figure, I don't care. I, I am reaching the point. I'm paid to care. I don't care. It, it's getting harder to make me care. This is a joke. It's rudderless. And it seems as if we want to sell each other talking points that actually produce any form of substantive victory whatsoever. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I mean, you talked about a circle of uh, your description of uh, pleasure. Um, I, I know what you're doing there. Uh, I would also argue that, uh, you know, some of our brothers and sisters, particularly in the, uh, you know, uh, MAGA camp, I think, uh, particularly enjoy the circular firing squad. You want to come at me and call me a rhino? You can kiss my ass. Look, I've spent a lifetime fighting for limited government conservatism. I have laid it all on the line. I've not seen my family for two days in the last 30 days. You go around talking your big game and you thumping your chest on Twitter. Yeah, come to my office and come have a debate, mother. You know why? Because I'm standing up for this country every single day. And, Steve, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go to a nunnery. Because there were people who were buried over in Normandy who deserve us to stand up for what they fought for. So that's what I'm going to do. And all of you out there who are out there saying what you're saying out on social media, you stick it. I'm going to go down to the floor and do my job, and I'm going to stand up for the people who fought for this country. And I'm going to do it the way I think is right for the people that I represent. That's what I think. Okay, so just so everybody understands, if you're a MAGA person, he's talking to you. Uh, and you can always tell when somebody mentions MAGA people like as others. Yeah. You know, the guy's a really good uh, actor and... If he was so concerned with veterans that are mostly dead now, uh, he would be worried about well, the veterans in the J6 gulags. There's lots of them in there. Exactly. I didn't understand how he's comparing himself to, to the guys that stormed the beach at Normandy. I have no you're, idea. You're going to walk down onto the floor of Congress. You're not, you know, rushing the beach at Normandy. And to even implicate that shows how mentally feeble you are. The, to he invoke didn't see his the, family the, for the, 30 days, two days. Oh, my 30. goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is so tragic. There, there's soldiers that go into the field that don't see their family for years. Yeah, I didn't see it's my not, family it's for not, 15 months in Korea and, and another 14 months in Iraq. Exactly. And, uh, you know, poor Chip didn't see his family but for two days. Get the hell out of here. Don't, don't and then don't compare yourself to to the guys storming the beach at Normandy. Right. You you shouldn't even mention yourself in the same breath. You're a coward. I'll tell you, I, I don't know what these people think. I mean, uh, and and this is gonna we got to move because I got a lot of this stuff. Uh, they did do a gangster move, but this is this is uh, let me let me explain what happened here. Well, let me let me read it first, then I'll explain. House Republicans took revenge on their Democrat colleagues for voting with eight Republican lawmakers to oust Representative Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Just hours after the House voted Tuesday on the motion to vacate the Speakership, House Speaker pro temp Patrick McHenry, a.k.a. Thor, uh, kicked Representative Nancy Pelosi from her Capitol building hideaway office. 
a video circulating on ex-Joe Pelosi's office being vacated just after Republican leadership gave the order. Representative Steny Hoyer of Maryland, the second-ranking member of the House Democrat leadership, was also asked to vacate his hideaway office in retaliation on Wednesday. The hideaway offices appeared to be courtesies extended by House Republican leadership. Both Democrat members maintain smaller offices in the congressional office buildings. I'll tell you what happened right there. Nancy Pelosi lied to Kevin McCarthy. I saw a report earlier that Nancy Pelosi and Kevin McCarthy had a deal. He wouldn't try to remove her, and she wouldn't try to remove him. This was back when she was Speaker, and he was ascending to the role. And I believe that wholeheartedly. I do. I think he's sitting there, and he said, damn, they betrayed me. Because remember he was talking more, I'll survive this. Go ahead, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, the I other, love that. The, and that was justice. the thing. Yeah, that was the tweet that did not age well. I mean, and it, and it didn't even age 24 hours, and it went rotten. It was like, it's like peeling a banana and leaving it on the table. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, it was just, oh, my, because he was so cocky yesterday morning. I know he was. I know he was. You know, was and, and I think that he didn't figure that he figured it was going to get tabled. And then when it didn't get tabled, it was like, uh-oh. I'm in trouble. And he knew because I had seen an interview with him before they even start voting. He says, well, there's only got to be five Republicans that stand with the Democrats. Cause he knew that a hundred percent of the Democrats are going to vote against them. That that was given. So he knew that the, that Gates only needed five guys. And he, you know, apparently when he just bring it, he wasn't counting on, Gates only needing five guys. Yeah, I guess I don't and, know. And I mean that it, it could be uh, that that Pelosi just lost her juice because Hakeem Jeffries sent a letter to all of them telling him to support his ouster. So maybe Pelosi wanted to give him a break, but Hakeem took over and said no. Uh, so it, it doesn't really matter at this point. But uh, I, I just like no. seeing. You know, I was telling him. Uh, on the Wayne Dupree show today, um, Wayne was getting real analytical uh, about different things, which is proper. But I had to tell him, I was like, look, man, I just needed to win. I needed to recharge yeah. my batteries, man. This is the first thing that we got since we took the house. And, and, it, and, it, was, and it was so nice because... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
because it 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 harkened back to Trump leaving Nancy on the on the, uh, the jetway. Oh, that was beautiful. Too. Well, yeah, when they, on the runway. Yeah. They, no, that plane ain't taking off, that and he refused him awesome. to. to, to that was the best. But this is a, this is kind is of the same thing. Yeah. Well, this is kind of the same thing. When they called her up, and because she's in California for Feinstein's wedding or funeral, they call her up. Hey, Nance, uh, look, you got until eight o'clock tomorrow morning to get your stuff out of the uh, office because at eight o'clock we're rekeying the door. <laughs> How awesome! Can and that they be? had people, and you see the video on. They have videos all over Twitter or X or whatever. Of, you know, staff dragging crap out of her office before eight o'clock when they're going to rekey the doors. I said, that's beautiful. It is. You can't beat that. I mean, and, and, and even better than that, it was Stanley Hoyer's people that were taking, were moving it out. I mean, it was like, <laughs> they probably had to because Nancy's in, in, you know, I'm sure her whole staff went with her to, cause she can't, you know, be by herself in California. So she had to go to, to find Sting's funeral, you know, I guess she had to show up and prove that, you know, proof of life or something. I don't know what the hell she was there for. But, you know, <laughs> hey, Ness, guess what? You got to get your crap out. That's awesome. She shouldn't have an officer anyway. You think about it. No. Um, well, she's not the speaker. That, that, has, that, that office is for the speaker. Let's just uh, try something. Hey, hey, this high went down, right? This high went down. They all get on the bus. Hey, how you doing, Speaker Pelosi? How you doing, Speaker Pelosi? We going to Egypt, baby. They think they finna go over there. They getting on the bus. The bus move that bus. They going, they driving. All of a sudden, the bus. What's going on? What's going on? He put it in reverse. But where are you going? Where are you going? Are we going back to where we come from? Why are you going back to where we come from? Because the president said that y'all can't go. (laughs) 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 Can you imagine how they was looking? What you mean we can't go? Well, the president of the United States said y'all need to go sit y'all ass down somewhere. Get this deal made before y'all talking about getting on my plane. Not on my plane. Y'all can't go, 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 go till you say yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all can't go, 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 go till you say yeah, 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 yeah. Sit y'all ass down somewhere and get this deal made. I keep telling y'all President Trump ain't no punk like that former president. Sit y'all ass down and get the deal made. I don't know what's so hard about building a damn wall. Oh, those days were fun, Ward. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. Oh, Henry Davis. Was Who's that? Henry Davis, uh, the guy from I, St. Louis, that he had a, a couple of really good ones. All right, back to the back to the seriousness. Uh, Newt Gingrich was on uh, Paul Ryan's uh, Sean Hannity show. Uh, let's listen to his remarks. Well, first, I think it's a very sad day because I think Kevin McCarthy is one of the most talented leaders I've ever worked with. I think that he accomplished an amazing amount 
for having a small majority and being having to take on both the Senate and the White House. And I think this is really a tragic outcome. Uh, this was a leader who both gained seats in 2020, gained seats in 2022, increased the number of women members, increased the number of veterans, increased the number of minority members, uh, and he had a vision for a better future. And let, let's be clear here, Sean. Uh, you know, if, if the University of Georgia Bulldogs were the number one team in the country right now, if you started a game and four of the members of the offensive squad decided they were actually on the Alabama side and began tackling your own people, you'd probably get them off the field. Well, think about what we saw today. Four percent, four percent decided they were so morally superior, so intellectually pure, so patriotically better that they would side with the Democrats, and that's what they did, in order to defeat the entire Republican House caucus. Ninety-six percent of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. Four percent voted against him. From my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should, in fact, be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. We ought to be focusing on Biden. We ought to be focusing on the economy. We ought to be focusing on the border. Instead, you're going to get a week or 10 days of the media focusing on Republican disarray. It's an astonishingly destructive behavior by a handful of egocentric people who think they're superior to 96% of the conference. Newt, they are superior to 96% of the caucus. Well, 96% of the the caucus is supporting Joe Biden's every penny spent. Yeah, well, here's the deal, Newt. McCarthy made a deal, and he said, this is what you're going to get. I'm going to deliver you the J6 tapes. I'm going to give you single sign bills. I'm going to, and he made these deals. And if you don't, any one person, one person is all it will take to, to trigger the, the vote to vacate. That's a deal he made because he was so confident in what he was going to do, Newt. And he didn't come through with his promise and he was called on it. Newt. Exactly right. That, Mitch McConnell so, comes so out and says for, they for making that for, for forcing him to be a man of his word. Newt Gingrich is going to call these eight people traitors. Newt Gingrich, you're done. Yep, me you too. will no longer have any kind of semblance of sanity, as far as I'm concerned. And if anybody you, is you sitting can, there it's still watching Fox News, pay attention to these clips. That was Fox News. Well, and, and and he's not the only one. No, uh, right. what's his name? You, I'm going to show you some more. Yeah, I don't have Levin. Yeah, Levin. He's so, one of them too. Yeah, screw him too. He, you're right. He, he absolutely. Damn right. Hey, anybody that 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 turned their back that that's calling these guys out for forcing McCarthy to be a man of his word. That's all they did. It wasn't traitorous. He made a deal, and then he went tried to go back on it. He made a and Gates and gave lied. him time. Yeah, and he, Gates gave him time. It nine, wasn't like all of a months. sudden surprise. <laughs> yeah, nine months. Uh, the yeah. Been, he's been screwing us ever since. I mean, and, and he made a side deal with Biden, you know, about this whole thing. Uh, another another Paul Ryan, uh, anti-Trump, 
a political operative, Brian Kilmeade. Listen to the rudeness, the way this guy talks to Representative Tim Burchett over his vote uh, to oust uh, McCarthy. What do you think he's going to do for the Republican Party and chances of holding on to leadership and the majority when it looks like you're, having, you're the uh, ringleader of a circus led by Matt Gates, who likes to blow things up but not offer any new ideas? Are you happy following Matt Gates? Is that your leader? I'm not following Matt Gates. I made my own decision. I didn't ask Matt. But if Matt Gates didn't approval, challenge, you weren't going to challenge. Do what? If Matt Gates didn't stand up, you weren't going to challenge. You know I that. Believe I, I believe I would have. Oh, come I on. I, and they're, and they're, oh, well, please, you, you know, were praying please, about please. it one minute. The next minute you're going to lead an insurgency? So you don't think that praying about it's important? Is that what you're saying? One, one minute that's, you know, you're praying you're about how you're going to vote with Matt Gates. And the next minute you're going to lead an insurgency? Listen, you got a predetermined answer to everything. I, I no, I have, an, I have an opinion about what's going on. Do you have and an opinion, t- too? And you talk over me every time I try to make All a right, point. All right, make your point. The point is, is that we're $33 trillion in debt. This speaker was woefully, woefully lacking in leadership skills. He always placed the blame somewhere else. America's going to be better off with new leadership. And right. That's the bottom and who line. is it? Yeah, possibly, possibly it could be Steve Scalise. It could be Elise Stefanik. It could be Roger Williams out of Texas. It could be... Um, uh, Mark Green out of Tennessee. So they all, supported, is, they all supported Kevin McCarthy, including the most conservative guy I know, Jim Jordan. Why are you smarter than Jim Jordan and, and the 210-plus Republicans? Why are you smarter? I represent my district, brother. And why are you smarter than me? You're well, condemning me well, because I'm just I, saying, I stand up on my own, and that's, that's I'm not what condemning I you. I'm questioning you. You don't like being no, you're questioned? Not. You're, no, you're just... You're, the line of questioning is very negative, and you know that, and I right. know that. You And, and when right. this is all over with, when this is all over with, and we have a new speaker and we're running smooth, let's have this conversation again. So stop going on this ridiculous network, GOP House yeah. members. Stop doing it. They're the enemy. Can't you see? If you well, can do anything, they, they, don't, they don't watch this junk anymore. I'm telling you, man. It's That, that clip... Started with Sean Hannity. I, I couldn't listen to it. I, I took him out. I don't need to hear him. They're traitors, all of them. They're, they're, they took the 50 pieces of silver, and they're going to try to ruin the country and foist this, retar- this, this corrupt party on us. It's ridiculous. Well, and here's the thing. Kilmeade gets people on there, and this is the first time I've actually seen him go after somebody. But there was definitely an agenda there. Oh, yeah. I, I don't care who you are. I mean, you could hear it from the get-go. Okay, and then he attacks this guy for, for, for wanting to prey on stuff. I know. Hey, man, you know what? Whether you believe in somebody's in religion one way or another, you could be a complete atheist. But that's up to you. And keep it to yourself. And whatever somebody else wants to do, that's on them. You let you You do you. And when you're when you're evaluating you know? your analysis of of Jim Jordan, remember that guy just stood up for him. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. We can't pretend anymore. The the pretending's over. It's we're all in now. You know whether you want to be or not, we're all in. And it's going to be very interesting to see how some things shake out in the future. I I really want to see. Uh, how you know what I was thinking about this? My God, that the strength 
of the shoulders of Donald J. Trump, man. He's fighting for everything right now. He's fighting for his personal freedom, his personal wealth, his lifelong work, and he's fighting for us too. That's pretty damn amazing, Ward. It's pretty strong. There's not a whole lot of people on God's green earth that could do all this. Well, when you consider how rigged the New York uh, judiciary is. New York, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., all three of them. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. But my point is, in New York, he's being charged in a civil case where there is no defendant. I know. The, no, I mean, it's no where the statute of limitations case. was up four years ago. By a lunatic judge. Exactly. I mean, the statute of limitations for what they're ca- charging him with was up in 2011. And they're still th- this, this moron judge. Now, he'll bring it up and they're going to charge him and then it's going to go to appeals and it's going to get thrown out because he's... <laughs> clearly biased. I mean, there's n- no doubt in anybody's mind. And then you deal with all the other garbage of the uh, New York DAs. Yeah. And you look at the there's, recycled jurors. I don't know if they're involved in that case, but uh, I don't know. Let's listen to one final uh, example of this uh, rudeness. Uh, Laura Ingram uh, she got a pretty big Adam's apple, but she uh, brought Matt Gates on the show uh, right after this happened. You got an apple, you got a banana. Behind today's effort that led to the ouster of the now former Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Congressman Matt Gates joins me live. Congressman, thanks for being with us tonight. I, I want to get right to the criticism, the chief criticism by some of your GOP colleagues that we've been covering that, and the angle made the point that it took your aligning with Democrats and even pals of Liz Cheney and the Republican Party like Ken Buck to produce a result that as of now has no solution. So what's your response to that? Well, the solution's quite easy. We should get to electing a new, more conservative, more trustworthy speaker immediately. And I'm calling on Patrick Patrick McHenry, who currently is the speaker pro tem, to reconsider the decision that he just made to send everyone in Congress home for a week. This is not the time to go home for a week. We should stay and elect a new speaker. That's the power. Let me explain that real quick, too. And whenever I say something like that, I'm not saying that you don't already understand it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to talk down to you. I'm kind of like marking myself, like, hold on, I, I want to say something about that. Uh, what Patrick McHenry did was punish. He, he tried to make it look like Matt Gates and these other guys are the ones responsible for not doing the budget negotiations. He could have stayed open. They could have continued what they were doing. There's no reason to stop this until next week. This is a purely political BS move to try to turn you against these heroes, in my opinion. Uh, Well, that's part of it. And the other part is because part of their scheme is, oh, we got, you know, they put the gun to your head. Oh, we got to get the CR done because, you know, we got to fund the government or else, you know, the, the, the military is not going to get paid and see, you know, senior citizens won't get their welfare checks and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That because it's the fear. So that's the reason we can't pass 
single single appropriation bills. Everything has to be these continuing resolution omnibus bills. It's a scam because it's a big scam. they they run. It's a scam because they run up till the deadline, and then at the deadline, oh, we we, we just need to fund everything. Let's go. Yeah, print money. They, Let's they ride. Don't have to do any work. They can go to all the lobbyist no. fundraisers. They can have all the dog and pony show bullshit hearings uh, that Jordan. But then, and all and these and guys the thing- are- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I guess they don't, they don't have the dog and pony shows where people come in and justify giving them millions and billions of dollars. And that's what we should have. And that's exactly what we need to have. We need those kind of hearings way more than we need the garbage that we got going on now. You're damn right. Justify your budget to me. Justify it. Absolutely. All right, back to the clip. Up ahead, as far as the criticism that I worked with Democrats, the yellow brick road of working with Democrats was paved by Kevin McCarthy. Whether it was the debt limit deal, whether it was the continuing resolutions, this is a guy who was willing to partner with conservatives on the frivolous. Right. But whenever there was a spending matter, he partnered with Democrats. That said, Speaker McCarthy's time is over. I wish him well. I have no personal animus to him. I, I hope he finds fruitful pastures, and, and I'm certain he will. But we've got a oh, job yeah, to do here. This is about the job. This is about keeping our commitment to have single-subject spending bills and an but actual budget. Get there. First time Congressman, uh, we've already century. established tonight that that we I mean, I have been doing this with, with all due respect decades longer than you. OK, you're. Can you imagine she just said that? What a, yeah. what a moron young guy. And so I agree with all I don't the believe that, Laura. Did yeah, you start right. When you were like three. You right. Were Continuing resolutions, the budget, the spending. All, it's a total nightmare. But the yeah. fact of the matter is y'all don't have the votes. You don't have the margin to from get to get from A to B to C. And so how does that. this get I you reject, closer? I, I categorically okay. reject that we don't how have do you get, for a budget. Con, hold on a second, Matt. How do you get closer to to all these things that, that are legitimate concerns when you still have a Senate that says no can do? I mean, you got you got several senators who are actually completely on the other side on a lot of these no, you're issues. Right. You still have that uh, to you, contend with. So how do you get to your nirvana points, which are the conservative nirvana. holy grail points of governance, <clears throat> the way yeah, so we're going. The Senate doesn't. The Senate does not control how the House approaches its spending business. Oh. So All right, hold on, Congressman. Hold se- on, hold on, because we got to go to McCarthy now. He's speaking live, but then you can respond on the other side. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it's like Paul Ryan was in her earpiece. You know, oh yeah, this whole thing stinks. Uh, Fox News. Stop watching it, folks. Stop watching it. It's a freaking, you know what Steve Bannon called Fox News? Television for stupid people. Because that's yeah. what it's become. It really has. Well, here's the thing, though, that's, and it's sad because there's really no place on television that you can go and get Republican right, right-wing news. I mean, you can get AON now on some places, and uh, or OAN rather, and um, Newsmax, something like that. But 
for the most part, what they consider mainstream cable, you know, the only the right wing thing was Fox. And they're they're far from it. You know, once you glare in and find out, you know, Paul Ryan's the puppet master pulling the strings behind this. And, you know, that's why they don't mention Donald Trump unless they absolutely have to. You know, because it would be completely ridiculous for them to say, well, DeSantis is running away with this election. <laughs> I mean, what, you know, what network? I mean, they're, they're trying. The no, between... Now it's Nikki Haley. Nikki, Nikki what... Haley is the, you know, the second coming. Yeah, but what network sponsors a debate between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis? I mean, you people aren't even good at what you do anymore. You used to at least be good. Now, anyway, yeah. so they 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 got well, and the thing is, DeSantis is even is is pulling behind Nikki Haley now by nine points. She's nine up on on him. I've seen several. Who knows? Uh, but they cornered, and this is what I meant with Donald Trump. He's he's on his way into court, and he takes the time to talk to these reporters, even though there's a gag order. And uh, I think some of the pundits didn't really, to me, he didn't say he would be okay with being Speaker of the House. You decide for yourself on this. But I I think he's like, you know, I'll I'll try to help him, but my focus is on winning the presidency. That's what I heard. Uh, But there's people out there saying uh, that he said that he would – Consider it. Who should be speaker? Who should be speaker? Who should be speaker, Mr. President? Uh, a lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. Would you take a job? We have some great, great people. Would you take a job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading. I don't know you. I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers. But we're leading by like... <laughs> 
I mean, heads would explode. I mean, you would actually watch like AOC's head explode. <laughs> it would be and, great. I mean, it would just, it, it would be so delicious. Just he'd have to, to see. I mean, it wouldn't day. happen. They'd be, I mean, he'd be yeah. in, in the freaking uh, speaker's office. <laughs> they'd have to see him every day. They'd have to report and that, uh, to oh, him. That would, yeah, that would be so delicious. It would be. It would be. Yeah, no, no, and it wouldn't happen. I mean, it's it's fun to fantasize about. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. I mean, and anything can happen. It's strange the things that when you get to our age, the things we fantasize about. I know, right? I'm such losers. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. So, uh, Matt Gates and Nancy Mace were on the war room uh, with Steve Bannon. And it was a pretty good exchange, uh, explaining the reality that Fox News doesn't understand. I don't quite understand why so many people characterize our movement as, and by the way, people including the New York Times reporter you have sitting in the corner in the war room right now, when they write about me, they say things like, Kaboom. they say things like hardliner, the hardliners. Ultra mega. Oh, Ultra yeah, mega. yeah, the, 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 the far, far right. right. Far right. And I'm thinking, okay, look at, look at who, look at, let's talk about this for a moment. Okay. Nancy is not a hard right uh, uh, I, in, you know, intransigent lawmaker. Nancy is a fiscal hawk. She's been a fiscal yeah. hawk the whole time. And to get her to vote for the Limit Save Grow bill, it was an open secret in this town that Kevin had to agree to bring her bill up for a balanced budget amendment. And was, what, was that the deal? Yeah, I mean, balanced. Well, he promised the deal to Matt Gates, and then he promised it to right. me. Right, just, just for to remember, that was the first deal that we were not happy with, the audience, but we, we went along. That had the one-year, one, one right. $1.5 trillion deficit. We hated it, but said, hey, in the I spirit, didn't vote for it. In the spirit of, of getting forward, uh, you were okay. Yeah, I didn't vote for it, but I can understand right. that Nancy leveraged her vote to get something that is really important to the American people up for consideration. And I was heartened by that because Kevin had promised uh, the 20, the same thing. So I thought, well, this is great. Well, I didn't vote for the debt ceiling bill. I mean, that, I've negotiated on other votes. Like, I yeah. warned everybody about the debt ceiling bill. I warned everyone that Congress was not going to do what they promised they were going to do. And it, and it laid out exactly the way I said it was going. This was predictable. And it was a principle. When they came back with the two-year deal, when he came back with the two-year deal, you're saying that the overall vote for the debt ceiling. Yeah. Not the first I mean, time. it was. It was That's the original. It was, so like, yeah. what, what's hard right about saying we should follow the law? Like the law requires these single subject spending bills and a budget to be passed. What's hard right about saying you, when you say 72 hours to read the bill, you don't get to waive that to pass a continuing resolution. What, what's hard right about saying something that spends more than $100 million should not go on the suspension agenda where it is not subject to amendment? The things I am fighting for are good government. And Reasonable things. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a centrist. I would say small L libertarian, fiscally conservative, socially sensible. Matt and I agree on like 98% of the things. But it's not unreasonable to ask Congress just follow the law. Law from 1974, the Budget Impact and Control Act says a budget and 12 spending bills. Now, you know, he and I are not going to agree with leadership or either side of the aisle on the amount they're going to spend. They're going to spend way more than we would ever want. But you still have a process where the bills are vetted, they're amended, the people have a say through their representative, and then they're voted on the floor, not not the, the CRs and the omnibuses. And by the way, we would vote different ways on some of these amendments. Right. And there's an mm -hmm. interesting ability 
with with more voting and actual legislating Much for coalitions to form yes. and on for us to work together. And, and it'll be okay if we take a lot of votes, if we're together on some things, debate against one another on others. That's real governing. And it never happens here because they delay everything, back you up against shutdown politics, and then just get you to vote for a continuing resolution where the lobbyists are in it, charge it, of what's in it. You know, what what impresses me the most about Matt Gates' ward is he's too young to remember when that used to happen. So he had yeah. to do some studying to get that knowledge that he just spit because it's true. Well, you talked about yeah, it earlier. I, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you're a fan of Yellowstone, but Matt Gates took Kevin McCarthy to the train station. If you don't watch Yellowstone, the folks in, in the chat room that do, they, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, that when you take him to the train station, that's when you don't want to see him ever again. Got it. And you, you, that's basically what he did. He, he took McCarthy to the train station. Anyway, uh, after patriotic student walkout, school district votes that male students can't use girls' bathrooms anymore. We talked about this last week. The Perkimon Valley School Board passed a bathroom policy on Monday night, just weeks after voting at dawn. Although you'd think that not such a policy would be uh, – there wouldn't be such a need for something that was once considered common sense for a majority of human existence. Students are now required to use a bathroom that aligns with their biological sex. This me, this move comes after hundreds of students walked out of class after the same board failed to enact the policy, essentially allowing men to use the girls bathroom. Kids were upset. Girls, we wanted to protect them. They were upset. They didn't want men in their bathroom. John Ott, who organized the walkout, told Fox News at the time of the protest. Proposition policy 720 came after a local father posted on social media that his daughter was left too upset and emotionally disturbed to walk into bathrooms after she allegedly had an encounter with a trans student in one of the facilities. The district is now required to provide access to multi-user facilities for students based on their sex. In all school buildings in this district, restrooms, locker rooms, and showers that are designated for one sex shall be, design- shall be designated for use by members only of that sex. No person shall enter the restroom, locker room, or shower that is designated for the use of the opposite sex. I don't think that there should be a, any trans anything should be allowed at any public high school. Uh, myself, no. I mean, I think that should be banned. But, but I well, I, and that's what they're saying. I mean, you go into the bathroom. But and, I mean, you know, they shouldn't if, even be if, able if you to. You got be an in apple. School. You got a banana, and you got to go into the banana room. You know, they what shouldn't saying? even be allowed in a school dressed in a dress. That that's freaking crazy, man. Anyway, no. And by sex, I they agree. mean biological sex, not the whole trans women or women bogus nonsense. The crazy yeah, thing is the, the the play pretend. Yeah, the crazy thing is well, one of the many crazy things about all this anyway is that when a boy used to enter the girls' bathroom, it was not uncommon for them to be expelled. But now we stand back and allow people to pretend. No, I'm gonna re I'm gonna reword this. But now we stand back and allow children to pretend as if that's somehow brave. But good on the students who knew what was truly going on here and we're aware of the true repercussions of all of this, which is that you cannot protect trans rights and women's safe spaces at the same time. 
You can either allow men to enter the women's bathroom or you can prevent it. It doesn't even matter if the aforementioned scenario actually happened. What matters is that adults who are tasked with protecting children allowed for the potential of that to happen, which is just as awful and, in my opinion, should lead to criminal prosecution. Uh, We know what happens when men are allowed to freely enter women-only spaces, and it's not good. The whole premise to allow such a thing to go on insists on compromising the safety of the majority of the population so that an itty-bitty fraction of the population can have their gender delusion validated. This is cruel to both the Transformers and the normal kiddos, as we have never cheered on mental delusion until the whole gender bender movement infiltrated this nation's school system. I guess the school board needed to be reminded that other people have rights too and that it can't always be about the alphabet mob. But hey, at least the board was being inclusive. I'll tell you, well, I looked at you... that I looked at that video of that. And God bless the kids at that school, man. I, there was hundreds oh, of Oh yeah. There was a shit ton of these yeah. kids. And I think that school district, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, when my son played JV football for Central, he was only there for a half a year. But the football season's pretty quickly over at the beginning of the year, school year. And Central went to Hershey that year because I took my son there to watch the game. And I think that was the same school district that played against us. I can't remember if we won or lost, but uh, that Perkymon, that I think that's the school district. I'm not positive. But I'll tell you what, there was a lot of students there. Yeah, there was. It was it was very impressive. Well, speaking of which, did you see that they had a, uh, a, a tranny that they decided, okay, since – Everybody's complaining about the the the, the tranny. Uh, I don't know how to put this. The the guys who think that they're women that are wanting to swim against girls. They said, okay, well, if you're a transvestite, you got you can swim, and we'll just have a, a tranny competition. This is something I even suggested, and no one signed up for. I it. did see that. Not one. I got not be one happy. tranny signed up. I got to be happy. I'm an angler though, because the fishing tournament people said no trannies. Nope, nope. Man and women. That's all. Uh, so, uh, since it's... Uh, we're, we're going with the scientific route. Yeah. There, there's only one of two. That's it. You could declare you're non-binary, but you'd be wrong. You don't get to play God. There's only one of them. Uh, President exactly. Joe Biden's German Shepherd commander is seen biting White House staffer days before it bit Secret Service agent in new photos. Previously unseen photos obtained by the DailyMail.com had to go to England to get this story. Uh, showed Commander biting White House ground superintendent Dale Haney on September 13th. The incident, unwittingly captured on camera by a tourist, took place almost two weeks before the German Shepherd beat a, bit a cir- Secret Service agent. At the time, it was reported as the two-year-old dog's 11th known biting incident, but the DailyMail.com can reveal it was, in fact, the 12th. And I'm sorry, well, but that's all, that's about the Bidens. I mean, I've had dogs well, all yeah, my life. That's about the Bidens. Whatever they well, do. Well, apparently, Commander has, the, Commander has the same self-control issues as Daddy. Probably, yeah. He, he probably maybe molests him. Who knows? I mean. Well, you know, he sniffs around, and then he bites him. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that was one of them fluff stories that I'd. 
just threw it yeah. there because you know. Um, yeah. This next story. Well, I mean, it, it, it's the same as the way they raise their kid. I mean, it, exactly. They raise the dog the same way they raise their kid. And when you have mean. a free raised kid, these are mean people, man. Joe Biden's a mean guy. He and is. then you give him a, a German Shepherd, which yeah. is a potentially very mean dog. Exactly. And, you know, and then you don't then you don't give it any structure like you do Hunter, and you just let him free range. Yeah, he's going to bite everybody, and apparently he is. That's something, man. I, I, see, I couldn't work in that environment, man. Getting bit by a German no. Shepherd, I'd be out of there, man. I, I wouldn't even keep a job. Uh, this Not if I was a Secret Service guy. I, sorry. Commander, get one in the air. That's all I got to say. There you go. Uh, This next story is disturbing. Uh, And and this is one of the reasons why RFK gets the traction he gets. Because he's so damn on with this. And and I think what what President Trump ought to do is President Trump ought to take RFK. And it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with this. But he ought to take RFK to the side and offer him the attorney general position. You know, or or maybe, you know, with with some of his views, I don't know if that's a good idea. He's got some pretty yeah. psycho views. That guy does, man. But uh, well, he's all in on the environment and, and all this other stuff. But that's what I said. You know, th- they can say what they want about you know he's going to take votes from Trump. He's he he's will. really not. He I mean, definitely he, will. Yes, he he's going to take. He's going to take. He's going to take some, gonna, but I don't. He's see not going to take mega votes. He's not going to take. I, I don't think he's going to votes. He he's going to take the he's going to take the votes of the people that hate Trump or that that won't ne- vote all for the, That's right. Trump all Biden. the all the never Trumpers and some independents in the Rust Belt. And believe it well, or not, you kind of hope that people would would realize, hey, the last time this guy was president, I hated him, and and he's an orange man, and orange man's bad. But I was living better. Right. And, and see, that's actually what see, Trump can know. do. He can actually, he has proven results. Look at what I did. I got a shit re- economy from Obama. I turned it around. At no point did I point out the fact that it, I got a crap economy from Obama. Got it up. Got it running. Lowest unemployment in, you're, in you're, history. You're preaching to the choir, man. You're preaching to everybody in this show that's listening to the show is on. That. Yeah, you I know. know. I'm just, I'm just, my I point just get is, angry. You know me. Hutch. I know. But my, my concern I got a couple concerns, and one is there's trillions of dollars at stake, and the second concern is I don't trust the ground that a Kennedy stands on, any Kennedy. Oh no! And no, this absolutely guy, not. This guy talks all kind of shit about the CIA, but his daughter-in-law works for the CIA. His son's maybe that's where he gets his CIA. information. Maybe I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see how DJT handles him in the coming weeks. So let's wait for that to happen and we'll revisit this. But this is about something totally different, and I totally support RFK's investigation into these things. This is a little troubling, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. It's it's something that I didn't really know about, but uh, wow. Tony Fauci made sure and none of those kids had guardians, which is illegal, and then he hid what he was doing from the boards. He took foster homes in six states, and he turned over to the pharmaceutical industry. He made sure that the people who were running those foster homes were not even, did not even have medical training. Most of them were immigrants who came from the Dominican Republic. They knew nothing about medicine or responsibilities, and they were sickened. And they 
realize slowly what they were involved in doing to these children, that they were torturing these children. And, and you know, there's videos of these children, an old BBC documentary that will make you cry. You, I promise you, you cannot look at these without weeping. They're, you know, one of these kids, a 12-year-old who's trying to protect the eight years old, and, and he has a tube in his stomach. And he's telling them, you know, I tried to fight them, and this is what they do if you fight them. You can't fight them. You need to just take the drugs. And the kids didn't want to take them because the drugs were making them horribly sick. And Celia Farber, who's this amazing researcher who worked on this chapter for me and did a lot of the original research on it, she actually went up to Hawthorne, New York, to the Gates of Heaven Cemetery. She found the cemetery where Fauci was disposing of the corpses of these children who, who died in his illegal experiments. She found an open pit. It was actually covered by a uh, by an astroturf carpet. And she opened the astroturf carpet and she saw hundreds and hundreps of tiny little coffins stacked haphazardly on upon each other because these are children who have no parents and nobody was there to protect them. And Tony Fauci treated them as collateral damage. And, you know, his objective was to enlarge the markets for these pharmaceutical companies who he had partnered with by allowing uh, HIV, these toxic, toxic chemotherapy drugs to be given to children. And then the next experiments, which are in the next chapter, which are equally horrendous, yeah. is his experiments in, on African. God damn. Uh, this is Tony Fauci, if you're not aware, was the AIDS czar, too. Oh, so yeah. this is back then. During, he, he, there, this guy, I, I swear to God, this guy needs to be brought to justice. He, he, well, they show pictures of him in that video when he was younger. And I got a vouch for RFK. I did a lot of funerals, military funerals. Uh, from 2005 to about 2013 and that astroturf carpets at every one of those cemeteries it's it's everywhere I mean and, and god I I, I I'm at a loss for word that that word you gave me that clip and I I listened to it and I was like wow yeah I gotta I mean, make sure this comes into the show you know yeah absolutely because well you know, the, the thing is, Fauci's, I mean, you know, we talked about the AIDS stuff and, and the SARS and, and all this stuff. And, you know, and, and the thing I keep bringing up about the, you know, about not wearing the masks and, and uh, you know, the biggest problem of the masks came from the, you know, during the Spanish flu pandemic and it was viral pneumonia. And you know where I got that information from? Tony Fauci wrote the report. He knew that wearing a mask will cause uh, viral pneumonia. He knew it. And yet this he, is even he pushed that on level. people. This stuff is Oh so yeah, far absolutely. Away absolutely. This is way more. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, he knew that wearing that mask is going to give you pneumonia. No, it might not kill you, but it will probably give you pneumonia. The puppy dogs. Puppy dogs. Look oh yeah. He did the dogs. You know, what did he do with other... I, I want to know everything he did. I want Nuremberg yeah. trials. And you know what? You know where I want the trial? I want the trial in freaking Russia. 
or put the trial. You know what I mean? I, I don't trust this country's yeah. judiciary. Put it somewhere else. Oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah, well, that's the way Nuremberg was. I right. mean, exactly. Yeah, send it to Switzerland somewhere and let let them have set up a jury and and, and let the world court decide. Yeah, that's, this is this is because what he did is too big just for right. the United States. It's way too big. What he this did is, is world. It has to go to the world court. This is as bad as Mengele from World War Two. Absolutely. II, just like the FBI is just as bad as the Gestapo in Nazi Germany. There's no difference. Oh, dude, this is this is Mengele on steroids. It is. It, it, I mean, it's the same. It's because the same. Mengele never released his shit. Mangala never released it. Yeah, this is this is this is nuts. Uh, briefly, New York City Mayor Eric Adams attended Chinese government-linked festivities, which included raising the red flag of China in Manhattan on Sunday, make, marking China's National Day, the anniversary of mass murderer Mao Zedong's imposing communism. According to the Chinese consulate in the in the city, excuse me, Adams, New York State Assemblywoman Grace Lee, and New York City Council Member Christopher Marte joined a China Day celebration parade festival in Chinatown. Adams' participation in the events on October first, the anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic of China, is notable given mounting reports of Adams maintaining close ties with, including reportedly receiving financial donations from, individuals believed to be affiliated with China's United Front Work Department, UFWD. United Front Work is a catch-all term the Communist Party uses for foreign interference operations masquerading as cultural outreach, charity, or educational programs and members of this audience with good memories will remember the China's United Front Work Department from a clip we played numerous times of CIA director Mike Pompeo speaking to the Governor's Association about that same organization uh, you know it, it it's interesting because between Eric Adams in New York and the, the new Beetlejuice in uh, Chicago, they're all losing their minds, you know, because of the sanctuary cities. You know, now they're bitching because they're being used as, well, sanctuary cities. So th- did, did you see the videos from Chicago? I did. Th- there's going to there's gonna be some shootings in Chicago next week. You know what? They're and, all fired up. And, and you know what? Screw you idiots. You, you brought it on, in. man. You voted them yep. in. Yep. You voted him in, or you were too lazy to figure it out. That's on you, man. I, I don't have any any pity for these people. I don't. I mean, and, and and when I say that, you know, Ward, you and I are going to get screwed by this same thing. We did too. Oh, we yeah. voted it in too. I mean, maybe well, not we you and I. Maybe but, not you and I, but yeah, but, uh, the people that are neighbors. Uh, other idiots, yeah, idiots in the surrounding area. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, they they doomed us. <laughs> Mark, Mark Dice, uh, this guy is a hero. He's crazy, man. He is a hero. Fox News is so fake. There was a shooting at one of the, 
I don't even know why we have black colleges, but we do. And there was a shooting at one of them in Baltimore. I don't even remember the name of it because I disagree with the whole concept. Uh, but uh, all you got to do to get on Fox News when there's a shooting at a black college is call in and say your name's Tyrone. That's all you got to do. They didn't check the, who this guy was. They didn't know. Uh, he calls up one of these fake guys, uh, Ducey or DC or whoever that guy, Ducey, I think, uh, has a show. No, no, no. It, it, it was, no, it wasn't Ducey. It was, uh, oh, what's his name? He was on, he, Trace McCallum. Uh, whoever it was. He, he's on this show. I don't yeah. Watch him. I don't watch You'll hear him. Anymore, but uh, I mean, no, he was he was on for a while. That's the only reason I knew him. Right? No, I used to watch it, but anyway, let's listen to the to yeah. the uh, <laughs> Mark Dice interaction. And we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching. We all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch Tucker Carlson's show on X. We used to watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media <laughs> always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. And now that he doesn't Thank have you, that hand Thanks, Tyron. Can we, maybe we can work to get Don back on the phone, Tracy. We can get that. Clearly, that was <laughs> not a student at Morgan State University. Uh, there it is, Morgan State University. Mark Dice, man, he's nuts. That, that was beautiful. It was that, beautiful. That was beautiful. It was nice. Because in the video, you see you see the dudes that are like nodding along, like, uh huh. <laughs> yes, that, that's exactly what I'm let's, expecting let's to hear. Go to Tyrone, in... <laughs> yeah, because you know the guy is here going, no "What are you we... doing? Don't let him say that. Don't let him say that. Shut him up. Shut him oh, up. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna leave you know, Tyrone. Let's get Dawn back on the line." So Jim Hoff brings us an idea that uh, the FBI is quietly creating a new category of extremism ahead of the election to include all of you folks, Trump MAGA supporters. Uh, Shut it down. The FBI is beyond repair. As the 2024 election season heats up, the Gestapo has created a new terrorism category to include Trump supporters. This is taking place at the same time the Biden regime is targeting President Trump with over 91 indictments on bogus criminal acts in several states. And it occurs as the demented president screams about MAGA during his public speeches. What's next? Prison camps? And for the record, MAGA and infiltrators caused $1.5 million in damages. The Black Lives Matter Summer of Love protest riots that were funded by the Chinese Communist Party, by the way, caused nearly $2 billion in damages. So this new focus by the FBI is clearly political targeting and unconstitutional. It just is. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to call the well, show... Well, you know what? 412-206-6208 would be the number... Give us a call, and we will uh, go from there. Uh, go ahead, Ward. No, I, I'd like to see him get the uh, – ah, oh, shit, now I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't take a whole lot to, to to break my train of thought because my mind just starts chugging along. And, and oh, the uh, 
the billions in, in damages, the black lot, the summer of love, that yeah. two billion was just in Minnesota. Really? That wasn't oh yeah. Because if you remember, there was there was uh, there was a bunch of millions of dollars in in Oregon and in, in uh Portland. Portland cost a bunch. Then hell, they burned down half of DC. That's true. You know. Um, so. I got one more clip, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and this is uh, about the culture wars. I'm not saying that I agree with this person, but this is a rapper, and her name is Sexy Red. And again, I, outstanding I, I, name. I, I, I know. And I totally uh, disagree with her, her train of thought. But a W is a W, as they say. And we need some W's over here. So let's listen to uh, the turning of the aircraft carrier of American culture. Do you think more people are going to support Trump now and in the hood like or Trump. no? Yeah, they support him in the hood. Because at first, I don't think people was fucking with him. Like, they thought he was racist, saying little shit, and, you know, against women. But once he started getting black people out of jail and giving people their free money, oh, baby, we love Trump. We need him back in office. <laughs> yeah, that, a little bit of free money goes a long way. We huh? need him back. Because, yeah. baby, them <laughs> checks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, them stimulus checks, Trump, we miss you. That's like, whoa, Vicky, she's always talking about Trump. You see her ever? I like Trump. No, I ain't never seen whoa, Vicky. She's funny. She's I love Trump, though. He's funny to me. Like, I used to watch his interview, not interviews, like him talking to people. He used to be calling people fat. Yeah. <laughs> he just he, Wow. He's funny. Like, We're we need to... people like him. Well, I... I mean, some of it I agree. Like, the part about him being straight up honest, I like that. You know, I, I have no problem with that. I, now, the money part, that that's like, man, you can do better than that. But, oh. you know. A win's a win. A well, double, no, a you're absolutely vote. right. It, it, it's a win because when you get the, especially the rap community, turn around and, like you said, it's turning an aircraft carrier. It's not going to be quick, but you're starting to see reaction. You're starting to see it happening, and and that's the cool thing is we're we're starting to people are starting to wake up and and you know the great the great awakening is real. And it you're actually yeah, you're seeing right. it. You're damn right it is. And and that's the thing. The, the normies don't see it. For them, it's just, you know, what did the news say? The, the news said, yeah, orange man bad. Okay, orange man bad. But the, the people that pay attention like us, you can see people are starting to pay attention. And, and they're waking up from the, you know, let's just watch the evening news to – Hey man, well, think the, on of, the internet, it's think says of the this. inner city black community ward. Think of the, think of a, a, and it hasn't completely affected us yet here. It will, but when you've got all, <laughs> you've got people already down on their luck, or you know, in socioeconomic situations that uh, could be better, living a lot of times in squalor, and now you you pour five thousand. Venezuelans in the same neighborhood? Do you think Eric Adams is putting these people in the posh neighborhoods? Do you think the mayor of Philadelphia is letting them be in the Bryn Mawr and the nice areas? No. 
They're going with the people with no money. That's where they're putting them. And they're giving them free money. You know, it's it's you're pissing people off. And I love it myself because we could use some allies. Uh, but. And that's but, what you're and, and that's really what they're giving us is yeah. they're doing this stupid crap. And everybody sees, you know, what's happened in New York is the result of Democratic policies. Absolutely. Period. What's happening in Chicago and it has been happening in Chicago, even with the guns and all that stuff is all the result of Democratic policy. Now, you had the opportunity to vote the Democrats out. And you did. But you elected not to. That's right. So when you elect not to, you got to live with what you what you voted for. I mean, as sad as that sounds, that's what it is. No, you're absolutely right, man. That's uh, And that's why I don't really... I mean, I do have a little bit of sympathy because... Uh, you know, there's other people that voted another way. But, I mean, you have to sometimes, especially with Americans, sometimes they got to be taught, man. You know, you got to get burned before you don't yeah. touch the freaking stove. You know, and and maybe uh, the lesson will sink in. You know, I'm not sure. Well, if it, the thing not. is, you got to remember that we are descendants of men who would not be governed. Yeah. That's true. Just that's, that's, uh, something that's something mouthful. to think about. That's a mouthful. So let's uh, move into the next segment of the show. Welcome to Marlene's Corner. Good evening, fellow patriots. And uh, hello, Hudson. Hi, Ward. Hi there. Hey, how you doing, Marlene? Not bad. Uh, this good old speaker change. On one hand, yeah, I'm glad McCarthy's out of there. But uh, then I saw something about Jim Jordan and also Steve Scalise want to throw their hats in the ring. And it's like, eh, nothing new here. Truth is, and we know this. Nobody has enough guts to do anything. All they do is talk. That does not impress me. I want action. Very simple. Yeah, I don't think you're by yourself on that. Uh, but, you know, there, the thing is with, with uh, this, you're only going to get another establishment person for now. Yeah, I know. For, na- for now. That's true. But, you know, That's people true. can be, uh, McCarthy thought he was invincible. The next person is going to know he's not. Not at all. And uh, were you going to say something much? No. Okay. Ahead. Okay. And uh, this has to do with Florida. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, this uh, Florida man, he lives over in, in an area east of Orlando uh, that I'm not familiar with. It's called the Villages. He was just a huge retirement community. But anyway, he decided to forge his dad's signature on the 2020 ballot, and he actually got caught. Uh, the guy's name was Robert Riverneider, I think. He was arrested and charged with uh, felony forgery of a public record, record and just plain fraud. Of course, he's released, but uh, his excuse was that 
it was a rivalry between himself, a Trump supporter, and local officials supporting DeSantis. Uh, and he also claims that this whole thing was filed three years after the election. And uh, last year, Florida House, they enacted a law that, you know, to investigate these election crimes. And also, and this I did not know, in Florida, felons must pay all fines, restitution, and legal fees before they can regain their right to vote or go through the process to be able to vote. And apparently this Robert guy, he didn't qualify because he's still making payments on restitution and a bunch of other stuff. So I'm kind of laughing at him going, you dumbass. Okay, this one is really funny. This is from the American Thinker. Uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, uh, they bought uh, the rechargeable buses are out of commission and they had to go back to diesel engines. Basically what happened was, and I tell you, this is so funny, this Southern Teton area rapid transit start had a joint venture between um, Jackson and Teton County. They purchased 31 of these electrical electric engine buses, not just one or two, 31. And uh, of course, they, did, they weren't working or they didn't last very long, so they had to go back to diesel. In fact, last month, the manufacturer that supplied these buses, uh, they filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I know. They I, I saw a thing about this. Trying to get the parts. I saw this thing about <laughs> trucks funny. that said that these trucks take like two batteries. I'm trying to remember the details. I think they were eight thousand pounds a piece, and, wow, they, yeah. and they took two. And if you had a, a fleet of them of thirty. You mm-hmm. would need another power plant just for that. This oh is an God. untenable situation, and man, some people well, need to expose all this. They yeah, do, and I'm well, glad that was, it's got exposed. Are, are you talking, uh, Hutch? Are you talking about the uh, the battery plant where they they need their own uh, coal bur- uh, their own coal that burning too, that too? Facility? But the other, but the other one. Was this company, uh, they had to propose it to the city, I guess. I don't know what city it was. I didn't get into it that deeply. But the city told them, no, you'll kill our whole grid if you do that. We don't have enough power for that. You're going to have to build another one. But the the story yeah, you're talking it. about, I saw that one too. But this was about Yeah, trucks. they need a whole coal plant. Yeah. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, the coal from- plant to, to produce the batteries. Yep, that's <laughs> too funny. And then uh, this is from Sundance. He put in, it was a short one, and said, uh, basically, comrades, don't be alarmed. And he was talking about that little thing that went off this afternoon. And he says, it was, of course, that's him being silly, but I love it. He says, dear leader, dear leader takes all action in your best interest. And I thought, yeah, that's funny, but that's what the Marxist wants you to think. To me, that thing was a yeah. big nothing burger. It's like, yeah, another little blip, and a little morning thing, big whoop. Who cares? The, the thing was, you had these. It, it's one of them situations where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because yeah. this act, this isn't the first time that that has been used. Trump used it in 2018. 
2018? I think it was 2018 when they initiated it. And everybody freaked out because there was no warning that they were going to test this and blah, 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 blah. Even though it said this is a test, you know, blah, 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 blah. They mm-hmm. still, everybody freaked out. So now they said, okay, we're going to do this test at this time on this day. And everybody went, oh, my God, what are they doing? What's going on? There, there, there's there's got to be something really bad. And it's like, I don't understand how, I mean, where's the bad part? What, what I know. Can, I mean, because th- th- these there were some tinfoil hat people that are like, if you had the vax, this is going to make your vax go into hyperdrive and you're going to get Marburg <laughs> disease and all this crazy oh stuff. God. And I'm like, oh, no. now, if, if they wanted to do something like that that was going to release radiation, and, and they had these poor people believe in this. A, a friend of my wife's called me and they're like, they said it's, it's going to release radiation and it's going to do this and that. And I'm like, how how would your phone release radiation? Uh-oh. I, I'm no like, kidding. you just need to calm down and don't, don't listen to that kind of stuff because it's stupid. You, you know, know because even if they were going to do either. something like that, they're not going to they're not going to do it for two seconds in, in, a, in a test. You know, I mean, because they have, it's not like, shop. oh, was, they don't know who you are. They don't know who your phone number is and they aren't going to be able to get. Come on now. Anybody with it. And the NSA knows exactly who you are. They're listening on my phone to me as I speak. I I was at a gun store and the thing went off at 218. It didn't even go off at 220. And I'm I'm watching. And everybody lost their mind about that. It goes off on everybody's cell phone in the gun store. But it doesn't go off on the TV playing on the wall. You know, it was weird. That is weird. And I don't care about it either. Because the thing that bothers me, they didn't talk anything. And nobody's talked about the Russian drill that happened yesterday across Mm -hmm. 11 time zones. That's something to worry about. This here here is to tell you to get on the truck. Attention, everybody. Get on the truck or get in your house. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. A couple minutes left. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, this is my last big thing here. Anyway, uh, this was from the Treehouse. Just oh, just as a quick note, for some reason, my on my uh, speaker app on my cell phone won't let me post the articles. But um, <laughs> I'm just like, damn! I don't. Know. I posted a couple of them. They're yeah. weird. Yeah, they stopped that 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 speaker app. I'm not going to say it got discontinued, but I don't think anybody can get it anymore. I know nobody. Really? Can. Yeah. Oh, and wow. that's a Spreaker thing, then, not a Cold War radio thing. That's everybody. Yeah, I knew. No, right. But anyway, uh, they're talking, Sundance was talking about the, um, it's the Canadian version of CRTC. It's like our FCC, people that control the communications and all that. Um, they're requiring podcasters and platform providers to register with the government yep. meaningful content because it's going to be monitored. And there's a reason why I bring this up because it's, You'll, you'll find out in a minute here. So in order to broadcast and not offend the government, you have to register and get a permit. And the permit is their way of controlling you. Uh, should you step out of line? In other words... Oh, yeah, they'll uh, shut you off. Exactly. And um, any interest... In, in other words, any internet hosting platform giving podcasts on a, um, podcasters a voice, they have to register. Now, for now... And then the podcast who 
wishes to provide information, they also have to register post. And then what they're doing now is they're starting out with people that are making uh, 10 million or more. Uh, they have to register by the end of November. Okay, so that means, first... that means we're good. <laughs> we're good. And then yeah, they're uh, get us yes, they are. No shit. And then uh, the All right, Marlene, I got, I got to... let... Marlene, I got some other Okay, I will cut to the chase. I'll cut to the chase. The reason I brought all this up is because Rumble is a Canadian company. That's why I brought that oh, up. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Thanks for yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Thanks for your segment. Look forward to you on Monday. No for Okay. Let's see if we can get the mic uh, problem fixed for next for Monday. All right. No problem. Okay. So there we go. Uh, Marlene's corner. Let's go to Ken in King George in Virginia. What's going on, Ken? Oh, man. It's been a heck of a show tonight, man. You guys are uh, on point. We are, um, we are fire. We do what we can. Well, hold on, Ken. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, it, yep. It, it is hump day. Now, Marlene gets away with it because she has her own segment. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, but, she's cold but radio it, <laughs> Yes, that's cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're we're gonna we gotta Lord do the, the trivia. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. So we're gonna do the trivia. I forgot what we're doing. So uh chat room, pay attention. Which major aircraft manufacturer unveiled its lighter, smoother, more turbulent resistant resistant 787 Dreamliner in 2007? The you gotta, Airbus. You gotta, you gotta say that again. Which major aircraft manufacturer unveiled its lighter, smoother, more turbulent resistant 787 Dreamliner in 2007? Airbus, Northrop Grumman, General Electric, or Boeing? Jack says Boeing. Airbus, Northrop Grumman, General Electric, Boeing. Which major aircraft manufacturer Boeing, unveiled its lighter, smoother, more turbulent resistant 787 Dreamliner in 2007? And the chat room's mm-hmm. Boeing, Boeing, Boeing. Maladu said GE. I said Airbus. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Airbus because I, I flew on an Airbus uh, 9-something, nine, nine 900 series. There's one that it's equivalent to like a a, a 747 double decker okay. thing from Dulles yeah. to uh, Heathrow, and I mean it was one of the smoothest flights I think I've ever been on in my life. Um, but that, long but that wasn't it because that wasn't it because the the winner's Boeing. Boeing. Everybody in the chat room that said Boeing, you win. Smart guys. Okay, well, yeah. all right. Wait, we have a smart chat room. Oh, we do. So I, I got to ask you a question before we, we go on, and, and, and I know that it's your dime, but when you go into the store, do they have fudge rounds? I, I don't really search for fudge rounds. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I did, a, I did a Google search, and they're cookies called fudge yeah, rounds. I know they're cookies, but, yeah, Keebler, uh, I think. You've heard of them. See, I never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Okay, all right, good. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm it's, it's like a round. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. center. It's got 
chocolate on it. It's like Oreo, yeah, but it's yeah. all chocolate, and there's like strips of... It's not quite like an Oreo. Right, right. There's strips uh, of icing on the outside. Well, it, it's like a sandwich. It's, it's yeah. like a sandwich cookie with right. stuff in the middle, with chocolate stuff of, in the I middle, and chocolate on the top of it. Yeah, I want some bag of yeah. fudge. I was going to order some. So, anyway, but so yeah, I don't, I don't really do it. <laughs> I really don't do a whole lot of sweet, so um, yeah, <laughs> I, it's me. I, I, I don't I messed everything up. <laughs> Got him. He was all rhythmic. Now he's all off off count. Very good. Yeah, I, I just I just don't do sweet. I, I, you know, on occasion. So so the guy I worked with, his mother could make some banana pudding like you would not believe, though. I, yeah, I would tear that up. I'm down with some banana pudding, man. Yeah, Me yeah. Uh, I am down with banana pudding. Especially if a southern mama knows how to make it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Got that shirt. Yeah. Just won't eat it out of the cafeteria. So. No telling what's but, in um, But, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to all these shows. You know, when I'm driving to and from work, which I have a, a shorter commute to work now. Um, so I don't get to listen as long, but it, you know, it, you listen to Larry in the morning and he's well, you know, Hey, we might be on board with this make case thing or that, you know, and then you keep calling in and they're bitching. Oh, why did they get rid of McCarthy? And both, well, McCarthy sucked anyways, because in order to be speaker of the house, you need to be able to speak, right? <laughs> and I'm not the greatest speaker in the world, but hell, I could probably do a better job than him. You know, there well, might be some I mean, profanity I, in there, but you know, you but, have to convey like a I, message to, to the American people that hey, this is what our plan is moving forward. You know, this is why we're doing certain things. You know, we're blocking this bill, or you know, we're proposing this bill. You never hear any of that crap from any of these people. You know what pissed you know? me off about the guy, Ken? The, the thing is, they never addressed the debt. And I think a lot of the majority of the American people do not understand the severity of our debt. Let me just, and, and I'll, I'll take 15 seconds and I'll give it, 15 seconds and I'll give it back to you. $33 trillion in debt. We sit here and we bitch and we moan and we complain about $100 billion or $150 billion that we're sending Ukraine and we don't have anything for our own people. $33 trillion, wait for it, ladies and gentlemen, is $33,000 billion. Yeah. We're bitching about one hundred billion dollars since Kevin McCarthy has been the speaker of the house we have spent 2000 billion dollars in the 9 months he's been speaker go ahead well and 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 we send all this money overseas all the time you know right. oh it's, it's foreign aid it's foreign aid you know we're helping these people do this with Absolutely, we're borrowing money. Well, we're borrowing money to send it to Ukraine. 
Yeah, That's exactly what's happening. We're not sending them money. We're borrowing money to send it to them. And we're borrowing it from China, who we're also sending China? our strategic oil reserves. I we mean, got 17 you know, days of that. All, all these people that have ever voted for any of that shit should all be in front of a, a firing squad or, you know. Getting close. In my opinion. Uh, they're the domestic terrorists. You know, they, I know they. You're absolutely right. It, I still can't claim get over to take a, with the children, man. The Dominican children. My God, the rest of the world must hate us. Well, you Ooh. add to that all the stuff that Gates did in India and in Africa right. with vaccines, where he's where he's crippled yeah. entire. RFK Jr. was he did the same to, thing. He was starting to talk about that when they when the clip ended. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he basically he did the same thing in Vietnam. Whoa. There's countries that the Gates has wanted in because for for crimes against humanity for that kind of for which is what his it is. vaccines and stuff. Hell Absolutely, yeah. it is. You got a minute, Ken? But yeah, I mean, so to bring him up on a trial, uh, all right, so that 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 kind of leads into that whole, you know, one world government kind of shit. But I mean, why why isn't our DOJ prosecuting this guy? You know, exactly. because every organization that sits up in that little little diamond or triangle or whatever the hell it is, square, you know. Crooked square up there, they're all freaking crooked as shit. And I'm starting and, to think they're all sexual deviants too, man. I mean, you look at this human, tra- this, this child trafficking stuff. This is satanic, man, and it's headquartered in D.C. It seems like. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. because that's where a lot of them are. I mean, they're going to go where the largest concentration of pedos are. That's true. Real quick, you brought that, you brought that up, and that's why. So, so I remember hearing something. God, this is probably ten years ago, where they talked about like, you know, wherever the Super Bowl is, right? Yeah. Um, that is like one of the biggest hot spots at that point in time in that city for. All these, you know, sex traffickers. That's enough to make you throw up, man. It's enough to make you puke, man. You're right. Because they can can move people in and out that nobody's not going to be suspecting. And every war is like that, too. Every war is like that, too, man. I mean, the Ukrainian children that are out in these people's hands and the Vietnamese and the Koreans and the Afghanis and all. It's disgusting. And the Haitians. And the Haitians and the Dominicans. Yeah. Ken, thanks for calling. Great call, sir. Yeah, man. All right, let's go Take to it uh, it Destination Unknown and Aaron in Iowa. What's going on, Aaron? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, how's it going, man? How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? You got a meeting with Warren Outstanding. first. Outstanding. You, you, got, you got to do your trivia question, man. I All right, chat room, pay, pay attention. This one, This one should be pretty easy. Which German car company had the slogan "Truth in Engineering"? Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, Audi, or BMW? 
Which German car company had the slogan, truth in engineering? Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, Audi, or BMW? I'm going with Audi. Say again? Audi. I'm going to go with with Audi. I'm going to go with Bavarian Motor Works. BMW. Rocky says Audi. Madu says BMW. Marlene says BMW. Val says Volkswagen. And the correct answer is Audi. Audi for the win. Well, I'm 0 for 2. Go ahead, Aaron. It's your dime, sir. Well, I don't know. I missed out on the first part of tonight because – Finishing up some yard work stuff before things get cold and find a new handgun and that kind of stuff. So That's what I was I doing kind of today, too. I was out there looking for a forty-four. I want a forty-four Magnum revolver, man. What were you looking for? Well, I I bought a Turkish striker fire canic. It's a five-inch barrel striker fire pistol, <clears throat> nine millimeter. I got a Muslim shotgun. I got a Muslim shotgun made in Turkey and over and under. I you forget. Know. TriStar, I think, is the brand name. TriStar. It's a great shotgun, you know. a great 12 gauge for trap shooting. You know. Yeah, this this handgun, it's uh it's set up for competition, so it's got a, like a two pound trigger and right. like an eighth of an eighth of an inch reset on the trigger yet too. Okay. So you can really lay down some rounds with it. Nice. But no, we were talking, kind of funny, the other day I went by, driving by, we got a wind farm not too far away from me here, and they're uh, not redoing many, the wind powers. Not too many eagles in the area, I'm going to guess. It's <laughs> sad, man. That, that's taking, really sad. Uh, they're taking the blades off, and they're putting bigger ones on, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. You should You should see the freaking crane they got for that. Oh my goodness! You can see the thing from four miles away. <laughs> it's got I'll lights on. It. It's got lights to keep helicopters from running into it. The boom. <laughs> yeah, it would have to. And uh, the tracks are like six foot wide. And wow, that's a big crane. Just massive. I've worked with some big cranes, or that's a big crane. You know, so we're trying to save the environment by using thousands of de- thousands of gallons of diesel fuel to. Switch blades out, so you know with long, a crane, long hundreds of gallons of oil and grease and everything I, else. I was, was going to say with a, with a crane of that size, there is actually a full time employee, at least one, and his title is oiler. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. He oils every joint, every movable part on that crane. That's a full time job. Well, well, the thing is, you know, with those wind farms, those those you know, single propeller things, you know, after it's all said and done, you know, with the oil that's pumped into them and, you know, whatnot, they will never produce enough oil to justify the cost or not, ju- not oil, enough energy, enough electricity, whatever. No, it's all they fake. will not produce it's enough to, to justify the cost. It, it will fall off of its rims <laughs> from mm-hmm. use and still not you know, generate enough electricity to have paid for itself. And I remember when them things went in, they went in about, I don't know, 13 years ago now, and the company that made them was Germany, if I remember right. It was a German company that made them. 
So it's not even American made. I don't know about the blades, but I know that I know the center part of it is from Germany. And the thousands of cubic feet of concrete there in the base of them things yet too. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> and one, oh, yeah. when they when they poured when they court, poured the the counterbalances in the ground, I, I can't remember how many hundreds of feet deep they went. Wow! But once they started pouring concrete, they could not stop pouring concrete. It That's had to be a continuous load of concrete to pour that much down in there. Damn! Keep it from tipping over. Yeah. Oh, that's just crazy, man. That's the way it is with the mm-hmm. casinos in Atlantic City, man. I mean, there's so much concrete under the casinos of Atlantic City. It's it's mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like what you said, it just keeps sinking. And you got to keep pouring yeah, it until it, it stops sinking. What, yeah, because they, the they built them on the Yeah. But they built them on the beach for Christ. And the Philly mob <laughs> got all the money. The Philly mob got all the money from that. It's ridiculous, the Brunos. It's unbelievable. Aaron, I want to ask you something, and I might have asked you this before, but I can't remember. Uh, how is Iowa feeling about the Democrats moving their first primary to South Carolina? Any insight, oh. any insight on that? Well, I'm not a Democrat, so I really don't care, but that's one. But <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. But, but it, I mean, like kinda, the Republicans are going to continue, continue to run. It's kind of par. Yeah, it's kind of par for the course. So with the Democrats, they said that that, that the reason why they left Iowa is because it wasn't diverse enough. Okay, there are All some right. white folks up there. That's true. No, yeah, but well, it's it's still there's it's just still kind of funny that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's still. Yeah, it just goes to show you the Democrat Party is trying to get away from the middle class. You know, they're oh, just sure. going to go to wherever they feel is oh, absolutely. It. I, I got I got one more question along these lines, and I, I was always concerned about it because one of the problems that I had with Donald Trump initially was his support for ethanol, and I mm-hmm. just wonder is, is is the ethanol support in Iowa. Uh, a litmus test for Republican voters there. It if depends. That... It's uh, it's kind of one of them things where once it's once it's gotten started, it's hard to get it's hard to get away from it. It's like, it's like it's anything like, else. It was like that that rapper that I played. Once the free money comes out, it's like that's the thing. Yeah, not to, guess, not to not to not to compare. Iowans with rappers. I'm just saying it's it's like no, a, no, a gimme it, gimme gimme it, thing. It what it what it did is it basically created another avenue to sell crop sell grain to. Right. You know, it kind of it kind of set a, a bare minimum price that farmers can sell their crop for. Gotcha. Um, it in the reason why it's kind of a big kind of a big hot topic is because there's a lot of jobs that are tied up with it too. Uh, I'm at, yep, these I, ethanol I plants, there's, there's pipe fitters and there's crews that do the, do um, handling grain. And, and then you got a lot of smaller operators that are driving trucks in and out of the ethanol plants that are hauling grain for farmers. And, right. and it's, it's just gotten so, we've gotten so lenient on it that, there's a lot of money involved. I figured. But I, I like I was wanted, telling I, you guys before, is 
like I was telling you guys before, is now the ecomaniacs are saying that ethanol isn't good enough and it's not clean enough. <laughs> but now they're wanting to do that CO2 pipeline stuff. You know, that's right, just... right, yeah. And Ward, Ward has uh, illustrated on the program for many years, over 10 years, uh, that w- mm-hmm. what Ward, it takes more than a, a gallon of diesel to, to produce a gallon of ethanol? Or there was something along those yes. lines. Yeah. It, it, well, it takes a gallon of gasoline to pronounce a, produce a gallon of ethanol. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. There's there's absolutely no gain in doing it. I mean, it's not like it, it runs, you know, f- better or or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it seems to me it's just a, a a like a money pit that you can okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just. Yeah. But like know, Aaron says, you know, it, you, you start. Uh, you got an entire economy and sub-economy that's uh, dependent on it now. You know, you know, now you got yeah. now you got small towns that have truck shops and right. gas stations and that are on the main lines where trucks are going to these ethanol plants and now we're getting Oh sure. Well, rural rural America has been the government got their teeth into them a long time ago. I mean, it was during the FDR is when that first started, so it's just been Touche. It's just been you a gradual. You, t- you know what you're talking about. He's the first guy that figured out you could buy votes. You FDR. Yep, you know, and he he was he was having farmers burn crops and dump milk and right. everything else to increase the pricing, and then everybody got food stamps or got <laughs> ration tickets and that's artificially okay. inflated the value of the you know in value of the commodities and. So true, and what that all what that all boils down to, what that boils down to, is free chemicals. Farmers had to turn the ground a bunch of times to keep the weeds from overtaking them. That's it, yeah. And the dust bowl, the dust bowl, was because we had a major drought across the Midwest of the United States that the wind picked up, and there's nothing holding it. And that was the first time a Republican said, "No, we're not going to bail you out," and it was probably probably the last time too. You know, and that's they, they they attribute that's the reason why FDR got elected was because um Herbert, I can't think of that Herbert Hoover no uh, Coolidge a uh, Calvin Coolidge Coolidge too. yeah Coolidge Calvin yeah. Coolidge was was one that was voting would veto anything that came across his desk well and, but, and he was right and we're paying the price now but anyway Aaron thank you so much for calling and please do it again. Well, uh, it, it'll be a little while yet because work's going to start picking up here. The combines are running now, so we'll be doing oh, all right. fertilizer and everything until the snow's flying. So well, make I'll sure call you when I can. T- tell all your friends about the show, man. We, we love you guys. We'll do. Heartland. Thanks for calling, sir. Yep. You guys have a good night. All right. Well, man, from uh, Iowa. Boy, I like that kind of stuff. Ward, another award-winning show, but nobody's issuing awards. But we should get one. That was a good one, man. I mean... Holy smokes, your final comments, and how can people get in touch with you, sir? Ward, unmute yourself. Brother, unmute yourself. All right, I'll unmute you. All right, how about now? There you All go. right, so I started to say, after the last show, I started thinking about the, the whole Taylor Swift thing, you know, with... You know, and, and of course, they're it, her and Travis Kelsey are going to break up. So I was trying to think of what would the songs be that she wrote, you know, 
for Travis. And so I came up with three. The first one's going to be called Travis Steroids Aren't Your Friend. <laughs> the, the second's called It Was Only for the Free Tickets. And the third one's Roids Shrivel More Than Your Nuts. <laughs> and so the, 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 that's what Taylor Swift can, can run with after uh, the inevitable breakup with her Pfizer-induced boyfriend. Uh, don't forget to like us if you're in the chat room. We love you guys. Give us a like. Uh, let's bust their algorithm. You can follow me on Twitter or X or whatever it is this week. I'm at Wardy22. I'm on Getter at Wardy22 and on True Social at Wardy. I follow everybody back unless you got Chinese characters name, and I don't know what you're trying to say to me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, great show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch me. I'm HB Radio Guy on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Getter, Hutch Bailey Jr., not on there too often. I'm on there from 12 to 1.30 uh, during the Wayne Dupree show. You can catch me there Monday to Thursday, uh, 12 to 1.30. We are broadcasting proudly on the Red Voice Media Network. Check us out there on Rumble, whatever. I didn't know Rumble was a Canadian station. That's interesting. Anyway, we'll be back Friday with Jack from Camp Normandy if my roof's done. I think it is, but I'm not sure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for letting us into your life for a couple hours. It is a freaking honor. God bless. now taking down the CCP for the people of China, for the people of the United States of America, and for all mankind. Honored to be working with all of you guys.
Let's crank this. Take it down. The evil CCP.